0: Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is all about goals. This topic got sparked by a weekend adventure that I had with Jess last weekend where we were hiking to the top of a mountain and it was the perfect metaphor for goals, for goals in life. And today I want to give my perspective on the importance of goals, how to set goals, what goes into setting a meaningful goal, and so much more. So please, focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope everyone out there is doing awesome and that they're having a great day. Again, I have a little bit of a different routine going on this week. I'm recording on a Wednesday. Again, I usually like to do these on the week weekends, but again, our summer schedule is pretty packed and we are jam-packing almost every weekend, which is super fun, but it makes things a bit hectic and busy. And this weekend, we're going to Squamish in BC to visit uh, my best friend. He bought a new house with his girlfriend and it looks amazing. So Jess and I are going to hop out there, go visit them, check out their new house. I hear Squamish is amazing and a beautiful place. So really excited about that. And the cherry on top is they they booked us in for a pickleball tournament, which we used to play pickleball back when he lived in, in Edmonton. Uh, so I gotta hopefully dust off the cobwebs and show up for a pickleball tournament this weekend, so I'm a bit nervous and excited about that, so it should be all good and fun. And this episode, I wanted to bring a topic of an experience I had again last weekend. So last weekend, Jess and I were in Canmore, a little mountain town, we went, we went camping, just the two of us, and then we went on a big hike, and we also checked out some real estate for a condo for an Airbnb property. And we actually ended up putting an offer in on it, and we're just waiting to hear back. We, we started out with a pretty aggressive lowball, and we've been doing a little bit of negotiating since then, and they haven't declined the offer yet, so we're still in limbo about that, so that's pretty exciting, and we look forward to hearing the response off that. But basically, I wanted to tell a story revolving around our hike. So um, basically, we wanted to just kind of wanted to gain redemption on a on a because of the last time she went hiking when it was just her and I and the last time we went the hike was fine switchback trails all the way up steep trails that's that's all good you know we're we're both in shape and we can handle that well And we got to the top and there was a scramble where there's a bunch of loose shale and loose rock. And, you know, as you're going up, you gotta use all fours at times and you slip a little bit and it's just part of the the game, part of the hiking. And that particular day, there was a storm, there was a bunch of wind blowing in a storm that we could visibly see coming. And Jess also had never done a, a, a scramble before. And she was really freaked out, and I visibly noticed her thoughts talking her out of it. I knew she was perfectly capable of doing it, of getting to the top. There was no reason she couldn't. Um, I the I saw people doing it in front of us that that were not even nearly as athletic, and not that that's the case, but you know, I just visibly saw that her thoughts of her fearful thoughts were actively talking her out of this and so anyways that was the last time we went hiking and so this time she said okay I'm going to make it to the top I have a clear goal I'm going to make it to the top and I said okay I'll hold you to that we're going to gain redemption on that last hike and of course going in that's our positive intention and we're all she's pumped up and we start doing the trails and it's nice walking trails and then Um, We get to a part where it's more or less a similar scramble, but actually quite significantly longer scramble, probably like six times longer than the one that she failed on. Um, So of course, those same particular familiar fearful thoughts began to surface in her. But she did have that clear goal of making to the top. But she kept on saying, um, you know, you know, I'm pretty worried. Like, I don't know. How are we going to get down here? How we, she kept referring to that. How are we going to get down and, and look how much there's left? Like, I don't think I can go. And she would keep having those little bursts of, of uncertainty. And I was always there to reassure her and to keep telling her just to focus on what she can focus on. And that is what's right in front of you. One step at a time, one foot, what's the obstacle right in front of you? Don't, picture don't look at the whole big picture that's left to uncover here to get to the top don't look at all the challenges of what it's going to be to get down if you think about all of that at once it's going to be so overwhelming and your mind is literally just going to tell you every reason to stop and you're going to want to freeze so during this hike and going along this this trail with jess i thought wow This is literally the perfect metaphor for breaking down goals, for a metaphor for just goals in general, one step at a time. So I wanted to do this podcast episode really on goals. Just give a little bit of my insights. I've studied this a lot. I've listened to a countless thousands and thousands of, of podcasts i've read tons of books along the lines of psychology goals moving forward breaking through paradigms changing habits changing beliefs i just love learning about it and A goal is a very big, like all of those small topics kind of get packaged into setting a goal. A goal is the big kind of grandiose, that's the shiny object, you know, that's what seems to get all the credit. Oh, I set this goal and I achieved it, but what's behind the goal? How do you actually formulate the goal? What goes behind into setting a goal? Um, So I wanted to break that down a little bit, give my perspective on it, and hopefully it brings some value to the listeners out there. So starting the topic of goals, what is a good goal? Well, there's something in coach training and I'm sure many of you have heard the uh, acronym SMART goals. So S-M-A-R-T, S is for specific, M is for measurable, A is for attainable, R is for relevant, and T is for time-bound or time-based. So all of these things, Even though we hear that acronym thrown at us, I even overlooked that so, so many times in my life prior, you know, I wasn't specific. I didn't set a, how am I going to measure this? How am I going to measure my progress? Uh, is this an attainable goal or is this just something I'm throwing out into the world with no plan? Like, I want to be a millionaire, but you don't have a plan. You don't have a vision. You don't have anything else but a hope and a dream of, I want to be a millionaire. That's not a good goal. Uh, Is this relevant? Is the goal relevant to you, to your desires, to your needs, to your values? And is it time-bound or time-based? Can you you put a time frame on it? How long will this take you in general? That's going to be that motivator, that flame under your behind to keep you moving to meet those guidelines and timelines. And for me, I've really been working on this and I can actively tell when my goals, uh, when I'm moving forward in my goals, it's because they are a smart goal. And I have a lot of goals going on right now and there's some that are progressing quicker uh, and more rapidly than others because I've put those smart parameters around them and they're more in my focus, they're, my attention is fixated on them more so than the other ones. Some are more pressing than the other ones and that's fine. I'm fine with going slower in some of them. But some of the major goals I have going on right now are obviously the podcast. Uh, the main goal is to get a hundred out by the end of this year so i I started this journey a year ago and my goal is to have a hundred episodes released by december 31st and i'm definitely on target of doing that so that's a specific goal i can measure that i have an end date it's attainable it's relevant this is the business i'm creating i'm getting into the coaching business it's relevant and it's, it's time-based, I have that timeline. So it's a very smart goal. And I'm, I'm staying perfectly aligned with it. I haven't stepped out of the parameters. In fact, I have about four or five pre-loaded episodes ahead of this one here, just in case stuff comes up in my life, just in case I get really busy and I can't move forward with it. So that is a goal that I'm really on track for and I'm progressing in because I put it in those parameters. I've been specific. I can measure the progress. It's attainable. It's relevant and it's time bound. And then I have goals such as coaching, which is a bit less, I guess, not pressing, but I haven't put as specific uh, measures around it. I haven't put that strict timeline of i need x amount of clients by this time or i want to transition careers at this time whatever it may be you know i i have a lot more loose parameters but i'm fine with that because i don't want it to be a rushed process and i'm really enjoying how it's unfolding right now to be honest i'm enjoying working with the clients i'm working with i'm enjoying not ha- not working every single spare minute on my coaching but now i have time to do my podcast now i have time to do real estate stuff I'm, I'm happy with how it's unfolding. And so it's going a bit slower, I guess you could say, but I haven't been as specific with those smart parameters. And then there's real estate, which is, again, a bit more in that, in that smart zone because Jess and I kind of fixate our goal of our next property. Okay, when do we want it? Where do we want it? Uh, what type of property is it? You know, it's, it's specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's relevant, and it's time-bound. Uh, Same thing with my fitness. My fitness is absolutely on point. My nutrition is on point. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time bound. Um, And then there's another loose one is the pilot's license. So that one's going a bit slower. I'm just reading the textbook. I haven't set end dates. I haven't been as specific of what exactly that's going to look like so it's going slower but I'm fine with that because it's not as big of a pressing matter but it's it's just interesting to see how these the smart parameters actually work like I'm visibly seeing it in these goals that I have in front of me and again, the big vision with an Invermere retreat and own a bunch of land—that isn't as specific right now because it's in the future. I know it's there; it's in my consciousness, it's in my awareness, but I haven't put it within those parameters yet because it's not as pressing. It's not in the forefront. So the smart acronym actually works, and you know, I'm—I'm I'm a living example of it by the goals that I've set for myself. It's you know, it's working when I use those parameters. So, I thought that was an important thing. And I also like to give that acronym to each client that I coach with because they need to keep that in mind when they're setting their goals. There's just no other way around it. You know, I mean, there is, but it's just going to take so much longer. And there's going to be so many more struggles. So, I believe that's a very powerful little acronym there. Um, and then another point is how to set goals. You know, sometimes we don't really dive into the nitty gritty of this we just say okay how do i set goals okay it's the end of the year i should probably set a goal here i want to get in shape by you know i want to lose 20 pounds whatever i'm just generalizing here but how do we set goals how do we set a clear goal well we need to a, be clear about it we need to be very intentional and i believe it's an intuitive process if you want to set a meaningful goal. There's goals that you can set. I want a new car, I want a new this, I want a new watch. Cool, cool, I will never stop anyone from chasing or pursuing something they want. That's fine, I'm not against that. But I believe there's deep, meaningful goals and that is where the bread and butter lives. That's the juicy stuff. And to do that, we need to eliminate any comparison it's so easy just to get caught up into something where we look at others and we compare and we see what they have and we want that we might want to one-up them it's a dangerous game to live in um I believe, and again, if it if those can be useful to push you to get something that you really want, and again, that's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not the most meaningful. It's not fulfilling. So we want to get within ourselves. We want to find what a meaningful goal actually is. So how do we set that? And for me, this process took a while. It was a journey for me. I had Uh, You know, to find those goals that were aligned with my values and my intrinsic self actually took a really long time to present themselves to me, to my awareness. And I had to really work on myself, really go within, understand what my values are. What do I actually value? Who, who, who Who am I? What makes me tick? What's important to me? Not just how do I want to appear in life. How do I want to present myself? What kind of stuff do I want to show that I have to others? No, what's actually meaningful at a deep level? What is important? What is our vision? What is the vision I have for myself as an individual? And what do I have as a vision for my life with Jess, for our future family? And then once I have that, and once we have that vision, once we have that clarity, then we can be very intentional on, okay, what is a goal that is going to move us closer to this vision? And in our case, it is getting into the entrepreneurial world, doing some investing, getting some real estate that's going to move us closer step by step to get to getting to where we want to be. And it's not necessarily about getting to where we want to be, as I'll talk about in a little bit about, you know, there's not just an endpoint of a goal. A goal should be, how we embody the lifestyle of who we want to become at the end point of that goal, but start to embody it as we go. And I'll talk about that in a little little bit here. So that's kinda, you know, I categorize that under how to set a goal um, because there's a lot more that goes into it and there's a lot of self work that goes into setting a meaningful goal. Don't just set a goal because you think you want something, but there should be a lot of intentional reflection on what is actually important To you and your life and your vision so the importance of breaking down a goal is uh and that by by that i mean just chopping it up into little fragments just like the the hiking analogy moving one step at a time one foot in front of the other what is the direct obstacle right here in front of me now so You know there'll be a number of reasons why we quit on our goals i've quit on goals before i'm pretty sure every human being has quit on a goal before and but i i think that the major number one cause of it is because the gap from where you are right now to where you want to be is just too large there's too big of a gap and that gets overwhelming So the only way to close that gap is by taking really small, consistent steps. Taking intentional, aligned action will be the only thing to close that gap. And of course, actually starting. Don't just say you're going to do it. Don't just set the goal. Don't just have the great idea. Great ideas are fun. Great ideas create energy, that is endorphins, dopamine. The idea is always fun. But the reality is a lot of the work probably won't be fun. And we don't want to hear that. We just want to stay in that limbo of the great ideas. And I'm sure many of you have felt the same way where you have a great idea and you don't pursue it. And then you get down on yourself. But then another idea comes and you get that spark and it illuminates you and you're all pumped up. But then you don't take action on it. But the unfortunate part about this is that there is going to be that you know, consistent, dedicated, a lot of the times not fun action, but it's the only way to manifest our dreams, to manifest that goal. And no one really talks about that because it's not the bright, shiny object that sells. I'm not saying, oh, just close your eyes and you will manifest your your future. You know, there's a lot of hard work that has to go behind it along with the visioning, a lot, along with that you know, come, coming up with the idea and the, all those tactics and practices, kind of spiritually aligned practices as well. I'm kind of a, a mixed floater between both of them. I float between both worlds of, okay, I need to envision, I need to imagine this, I need to manifest this, and I work my ass off for it as well. And I, I think that's the only way to do it, um, to be honest, based on all the people that I've heard you know that I that I look up to in the, the journeys that are similar to mine. So back to the hiking analogy look again, not being overwhelmed by that gap and, and back to the hiking analogy of the mountain, looking at the mountain from the road can be extremely overwhelming. If you see the summit way down below at the road and you're looking up, you're gonna say, oh man, we got to go up that thing? Like how the heck are we going to get up that? That gap from where you are in the parking lot to the very peak of the mountain is absolutely massive and it can be extremely overwhelming and there's going to be a thousand excuses why you shouldn't even start. But once you get going once you begin to gain momentum it becomes less daunting you can put one foot in front of the other in front of the other repeat 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 and then it begins to that 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 end point that summit all of a sudden starts to get closer and closer and closer so as i mentioned i'd allude to this point from actually rich litvin he's he's a very successful coach and he states that Goals are a place to come from, not a place to get to. And I'll just take a second to reflect on this. Goals are a place to come from, not a place to get to. Meaning we have to live in accordance with who we will be once we have accomplished that goal. So that means we probably have to change our current behaviors, our current habits and routines in order to have, in order to even have a chance at accomplishing that goal. So we, we have to come from a place of already achieving the goal to actually make progress on the goal. You know, if we want to be an amazing coach, in my instance, uh, I have to work at being an amazing coach. I have to come from the place of what does an amazing coach think of? What does an amazing coach read? How does an amazing coach show up? I have to come from that place of a goal. You know, I don't just keep doing the same thing, hoping that that's going to move me towards my goal. I actually have to start living it now. I have to start living it every day. And the more I live it, the more continually, repeatedly I do that over and over again, I actually start to become my goal. So it's a little bit Counterintuitive the way that needs to be looked at, but I think there's so much power behind that, and in my life I've seen it um, transpire. So I I full heartedly believe that that statement that goals are a place to come from, not a place to get to. So keep that one in mind. And then there's another point here that I wrote: goals usually take longer than you think. Um, and what I always lean on, what I always love to Teach and live by is consistency, dedication, faith, belief, and vision. Honestly, think to yourself when you set your goals, do you continue to lean on these attributes after you set the goal? Do you lean on that consistency? Do you actually show up being consistent, dedicated, have faith, have belief, have vision? Or do you only do that at the start? Do you only do that when you're brainstorming your goal, when you think about your goal? You know these attributes need to absolutely be lived by day after day repeatedly you know you need to be consistent with the action backing up your goal you can't just come up with a goal in a coaching session or at the end of the year or whenever and not be consistent with your actions not be dedicated not have you know give up that faith give up that belief the longer we go without taking action that faith and belief and vision is going to fade There's going to be, you know, negative thoughts and negative negativity just tends to override positivity. So if we're not actually taking progress and we're not moving on what we said we would do, it's 100% guaranteed that our negative thoughts are going to creep in. We're going to hear a story. We're going to hear what somebody said. And that's going to be our new belief. Ooh, this guy couldn't do it. How am I going to do it? Ooh, that's a bad idea. Ooh, this is a bad place to invest. Mm, Yeah, that's dangerous. I shouldn't do it. Well, Of course, you're never gonna accomplish your goals. You gotta have that belief. You gotta have that vision and then take that consistent, dedicated action and you will make it come true. The only thing that's gonna get in the way of you and your goals and your dreams is that negativity, are those negative thoughts. So we need to learn to override those. Don't listen to other people. Don't listen to the judgments and what other people might be thinking or other people's visions or other people's journeys. Put that aside. Focus on you. Focus on your goal. Be consistent. Be dedicated. Have faith. Have belief. And keep that vision alive. And it's important to have support from others, especially people who are close to you. It'll be hard enough to accomplish something new. Never mind to have the people who are surrounding you, closest to you, opposing you, opposing this goal. You know, let your partner or loved ones in. They should know why it's so important for you to chase a goal, to chase this goal that you have. That support and understanding is going to be necessary because there's probably going to become moments and times that you're going to need to sacrifice, whether it's sacrificing your time, your money, whatever it might be. And your partner and your loved ones need to understand why you're doing that or else there's just going to be more constriction and more resistance to what you're doing. And I experienced this at a profound level with Jess at the start you know we we had to take a while to get on the same page for her to understand why these goals why this vision why why I work the way I do why I'm so motivated why I'm so driven she that took a while for her to fully conceptualize and grasp and understand okay I know why this is so important to him I know why you know like that took a while but once I got that support and once I got that support from her ah that a that just means the world to me and, and B, there's just that less, there's less friction, there's less constriction on everything I'm doing. You know, she supports me. She allows me to create that space and time to, to put the energy and focus and physical time on these, you know, on, on making progress to, towards these goals. So I think that's extremely important is to have that support from loved ones around us. And we need to ask ourselves powerful questions around our goals you know what what are the reasons uh or i guess powerful questions around goals that you are aren't setting so what are the reasons you aren't setting bigger goals think about that what's stopping you from dreaming bigger what is preventing you from becoming a better version of yourself what would your ideal life look like what would your ideal relationship look like so these questions you know they're they're those deeper thinking questions which i think are so important to reflect on before setting goals and while setting goals look at the bigger picture look at it at a deeper level and for me i had to change some major beliefs and paradigms In my life to even be able to create the meaningful goals that I have now that I'm chasing, that I'm pursuing. So sometimes we just need to take a minute and ask ourselves those powerful questions, whether that's through journaling, whether that's through self-reflection, whether that's through quiet time on a walk, whatever it may be. Think of open ended, deep, powerful questions, and those will open new possibilities. Your goals will start to become more evident, or what a meaningful goal is will become more uh, visible than it was before. You know, a lot of the time when we feel lost or we don't know which direction we need to go, it's, we might just need to ask ourselves better questions, more powerful, profound, and deep questions. And I genuinely believe goals are such an important aspect of holistic health. You know, without goals and a vision, we tend to take the easy way out, usually resulting in a stagnant lifestyle. Again, this is a general concept, a general idea, but I just believe in it. You don't have to latch on, but if it resonates with you, you know, I believe there's a lot of truth behind it. And I firmly believe this is a major contributor to mental health issues when Um, when we're not setting goals, when we aren't living up to what we are capable of doing, we feel shitty. I know I do. On the other hand, I feel alive. I feel fulfilled and I feel full of energy when I am challenging myself, moving in alignment with my goals. Goals aren't just to attain the bright, shiny object, but they're necessary for a fulfilled, holistic healthy life i wholeheartedly believe that when i'm not moving towards my goals when i'm just living when i'm just surviving when i'm just taking the easy way not pushing myself sure pushing myself is uncomfortable it's painful it's challenging it's uncomfortable but it's it's the only way that i don't get in slumps it's the only way my mental health my entire holistic health is just on point point. and i believe there's a lot of truth in that for everybody and again kind of cycling back to that mountain analogy when jess was hiking up the mountain when it started to get hard and she was entering new territory from what her current limitations were you know she hadn't gone past this point she hadn't breached new levels i i had to help her and without that help It would have been too scary and she would have wanted to turn back. She would have wanted to fall into those familiar patterns, those familiar thoughts that are inevitably going to hold her back. But I was there encouraging her, reminding her to just focus on one step at a time. I was physically behind her, keeping an, literally keeping an arm on her back in case she would slip and fall. And sometimes her foot would slip. And I'd say, don't worry, I got you. I got you. You're good. You're doing great. And that showed her that I was there to help her along the way. That extra boost of reassurance and assistance was an important piece to help her push past her fears, discomfort, and old, her old limitation point. So the point of that little story is that um the same goes for any goal in life you know we're gonna we're gonna come up to that our our current limitation point we're and a lot of the times we need help with that we need that extra push we need that extra reassurance we need to explore what's going on we need to be reminded to refocus on one step at a time refocus zoom in on what needs to be done as well as zooming out and looking at the big picture okay which mountain do we want to hike which peak do we want to get to how are we going to improve our relationships? How am I going to change my career? How am I going to improve my mental health? You know, whatever it may be, the same goes for our life. And a lot of the times we need help. And I believe help is so important. And that's why I I've whole, again, wholeheartedly believe in coaching. I, I told myself I would not change careers. I would not endeavor into anything else until I knew Um, that I'm doing something that's gonna provide a service that's going to help people and it's going to um, be fulfilling. And that's why I'm entering the coaching profession. I truly believe in it. I think there's immense power in it. People need help along the way. People wanna achieve progress at a quicker rate. And I believe coaching does that. In particular, I'm targeting uh, mostly males A lot of males in relationships confronting those same problem points that I had, as well as I'm just an extremely driven person who attains and goes after my goals. And if you're a motivated person, if you want to move quicker, if you want to move towards your goals, whether it's relationships, whether it's business, whether it's whatever it may be, health and fitness, I would love to connect. So feel free to check out my website at joelmahe.ca. Check me out on Instagram, send me a DM, my tag's Joel Mahe, or send me an email to coaching at joelmahe.ca. I'd love to connect, I'd love to start a conversation. And if working together in the future is something that resonates with you, or my podcast resonates with you, the messages I say share resonate with you, there's a good chance that this could be an amazing fit. So in closing I want you to reflect as I ask you. What goal have you been putting off? What's an area in your life that could use improvement? You have one life. Your future is not guaranteed. We must create our future and destiny from the present moment, day by day. The procrastination stops today. Begin to formulate intentional goals. Believe you can attain them and start to take consistent, dedicated action aligned with them and you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. Take care.